0: Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J Naylor. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J Naylor. Thank you so much, as always, for stopping by and taking time to listen to my podcast, which we're excited to tell you all. It's had over 20,000 downloads globally in over 100 countries now, which is really, really exciting. So I'm thrilled that you are all over the world. It's really exciting. And what's even more exciting is I've got something really exciting to tell you (laughs) this morning, because I've got not one, but two guests with me this morning. In fact, two previous guests, two fabulous ladies who I have previously chatted to on Harnessing Happiness. So you'll be able to find their episodes in more depth further back if you have a scroll back. But we've got something really rather exciting that we've been doing together. Well, us and some other authors as well. Oh, It slipped out. Authors, yes, we have been working together on a book collaboration. And uh, at the point of you listening to this, it will be out and it will be on Amazon. So I am actually going to hand over to both wonderful ladies to introduce themselves. That's Serena and Gwen. But I'm going to hand over to Serena to start with because it was her idea to bring this all together and to curate, which is a word that I pinched from Gwen. (laughs) something she wrote to bring it all together. So, Serena, please do introduce yourself again to my fabulous audience, the listeners out there, and uh, tell them what the book's called and what prompted you to uh, write it, and then invite some incredible women. I'm I'm putting myself in there, of course, (laughs) Uh, to get involved. So, over to you. We're all incredible women. That's how it works. (laughs) So, Thanks, Sarah.
1: Um, so uh, I, I know I've been on your podcast before and um, I'm a positive psychology coach and a breathwork facilitator. But prior to that, I, w- I worked in the event world, uh, actually in TV as well. And uh, just like so many of us, was part of that sort of rat race and completely identified with our job. And I felt like a story had to be told um, that really umbrellaed what so many people go through. And, and And through that came multiple stories which I know will resonate with hundreds, thousands, millions of people who have always wanted to make a change in their life and has been hesitant either by being misunderstood, uh, scared to take the leap, being afraid to um, commit to something completely different. Because when you change something massive in your life, um, especially if it's a career, um, and you start going into the world of entrepreneurship, um, that is a whole lifestyle change. So my story was, was one that sort of got me to a point in, in this sort of like crazy rat, rat race where I was doing a job that was, you know, from the outside, very exciting, lots of travel, meeting lots of interesting people, that sort of thing, to a point where I was completely and utterly run down, um, to the point where I actually ended up having, uh, uh, an anxiety attack, and I, I ended up not being able to see for it for a, a very short period of time. But it was it was quite scary at the time, and um, and then that was the thing that triggered me. After so many years, it sort of triggered me to to say, right, this is it now. I don't know what it is that I'm going to be doing, and I started on this this journey and um, of sort of online entrepreneurship in the self help. World and I absolutely love it. And I and I and I'm very soul aligned. Um, as woo woo as that may sound to some of your listeners, I'm very soul aligned with what it is that I do, um, and I love it. And I love the people that I meet. I love the people that I give value to, and and my clients. And it triggered me at the beginning of this year that like I I want to share that story because life can be what you make of it. And there are so many people sort of stuck behind a desk or on their sofa going, I should be doing this. And the more I started to talk to people about this concept, uh, the more enthusiasm I got from others. And that made me want to start this sort of book project. I remember talking to my dad about my career over a Chinese um one day and uh, I told him you know he said do you know what are you going to do with your life I said I said no not yet and then a couple of weeks later he said do you know what you're going to do with your life and I said well you know I think I think I'm going to I think I'm going to become a life coach and uh and have my own online business of which he was very enthusiastic about and then he asked me again he goes it, well he, he, I saw him again a couple of weeks later and he goes I've got a great idea for you and um and I could tell he was really enthusiastic I was like he really gets what I'm doing this is brilliant he's like I can see you (laughs) on a screen for your website walking through the mist with these massive angel wings and a halo, blessing the people and it was at that point I realized not only does my father think that I'm a fairy but he also also, um has no idea what I'm doing and you know what that's okay so the book (laughs) The book is titled, My Dad Thinks I'm a Fairy. And and, it's just brilliant. I've managed to bring in, like you said, some absolutely incredible women with their own story to share too, um, and, you know, their journey. And the whole book really is to bring hope to the reader that is sitting on the couch or behind a desk who has been thinking about taking that leap. It's the encouragement just to say, do it because you will be held and life's not going to completely fall apart right in front of you. Um, If you've got something inside of you that needs to
0: change, now is the time to change it. I feel honoured to have been involved in the project, to been invited and been involved, and it's it's really odd. I, I was before I started to record this, I thought, do you know what? I really ought to read my chapter again. <laughs> I had a quick read through it, and went, and it's really interesting. You know, when you start to reflect back on your own life as well, and I've had all these changes from you know, getting divorced after the end of a 20-year relationship and setting up myself employed in the height of the recession in recruitment back in 2009 in the UK. This, this, this And I was just thinking, gosh, because at, at the moment, I'm sort of, again, navigating sort of challenging times as I'm sort of switching over myself. And you, you look back at what you've done and what you've achieved and you can share that story with other people who as you've just said that could be sitting on the sofa because you know I've spoken to thousands of people myself over the years who've been in that very position so yeah you can get inspired by your own story when you start to look back and and that's the power of some of the work that I do as well with people and looking at their lives and their careers and their history and their CVs and their life and what they can and they can't change and that's what I get excited about so thank you because I've been invited and I've got my story out there as well and then there's also our wonderful 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 Gwen whose story I I mean, I was just—I mean, I've read Serena's story, and obviously, we've we've spoken when we've recorded the game with Gwen, and they're just such powerful stories. um Yeah, the book's amazing. That the book is amazing, Serena. Thank you, thank you so much for the invitation. But Gwen, what what what, what made you decide to get involved? I mean, I—I I obviously have we've spoken numerous times in the past, and your your story, I'm aware of. But when I read your chapter, it was very different as well, and it was just like, oh my god, this woman is so intelligent. <laughs> she's so so clever and so smart. <laughs> but go on please share what what made you decide to get involved in the well, project?
2: First of all, um I'm just going to just kind of love on Serena right now. And just ever since I've met Serena, I just anything that this woman launches or it, it, collaborate any collaboration I'd be more than willing to uh get on with so I don't know it's really interesting about four days before this is all about manifestation right and about four days before Serena reached out to me I was thinking you know I really want to write a book I really want to write it's something I will write and you know just kind of did this like okay be open to whatever opportunities come along and I noticed that I had this little DM on my phone, and I was like, "Oh, Serena!" So I listened to it, and sure enough, she's on there. She says, "I'm doing this project. I'd love for you to write a chapter." And I was like, "Oh my God! Prayer answered. Talk about fairydom. I got your I got your fairy dust sprinkled on me." <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so. <laughs> of course, I called her right away and said, absolutely. But I was a little bit scared, you know, because one thing that 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 I know, well, first I should back up and say, okay, Gwen Wilcox, uh, and then I am a, a business coach and brand expert, certified positive psychology life coach. So I've, I've kind of mushed them all together because uh, I've had a lot of life <laughs> that I've lived. And it's really important to me you know, for those of us who've been in careers or soul-sucking careers or jobs where um, maybe we've been stripped of our significance, our power, and our opportunity for prominence, I felt that um, it makes us sometimes invisible or take a back seat or a sort of um, reclusive in our brilliance because we start to dim it down a little bit. So this, I just thought that again, this was kind of a story, a recurring theme that I know I had experienced. And I think sometimes when we tell our story, I think a lot of people, not enough people tell their origin story. Everybody wants to tell you the success part. You know, I always make this analogy with Jack and the Beanstalk, right? That Everybody wants to talk about the golden goose laying the golden eggs, and all of the success. But nobody talks about when they had the three magic beans and everybody told them they were freaking crazy for wanting to plant this crazy idea, right? Just kind of like your, your, your fairy in the mist. <laughs> so I think it's really important that we tell those stories because I think people in their isolation... The fear is that they won't be able to handle the, the unknown, and there always is an unknown, but that's the exciting part. So I really wanted to tell that story, and you know, my story is about kind of being accused of being too much, thinking too big, being too TOO anything, and realizing that that was really kind of my superpower in a way so it's been transformational and I would say that when we write it is a way of bearing witness to our transformation of becoming new and that the imprint we make does matter because it can affect or inspire someone else so that's why I did it and um it's just been juicy as all heck. It's been amazing. And you've done the book yes. cover as well, which is just fabulous. Well, Serena, it was interesting. We were chatting and she started just talking. And I love words and words, you know, you take words and you create symbols to represent those words. And there was something about what she said. And I got off the phone and just in a couple of hours, I just did about four different concepts based on what we had discussed. And... Uh, It was just kind of like, how could I say fairy, scary, and leap (laughs) visually. So I mean, uh, it
1: literally was a case of one conversation, and Gwen went into my subconscious. I woke up the following morning because we're on a time difference, and I saw four images. And that second image that came through, I was like,
0: Oh my God! That's
1: it. That's
0: it. She's a
1: genius.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she is a genius. She absolutely is a genius. I think it's being in synchronicity. You know,
2: it's it's sort of that's that's when it's when you know that you're all in flow because that's when it's e- effortless, mm-hmm. and it really was effortless. And I don't I don't think she changed a thing.
0: She didn't suggest a single change. And this is the interesting thing. And I was um, mentioning it to Serena on a, on a voicemail yesterday. How. Five years ago, I published my first book, and the process I went through, and I don't think people realise, and this is what's been the beauty, I think, of being involved in this book collaboration, is that we've had that opportunity to write a chapter, which is that, that's our part, and it's like, it's done, off it goes, but having gone through the whole process of doing a whole book, it, it took me and my, um, well, I, I, that's another story in itself. I won't go into that, but it just took right, so long and so story. much money and there's so much involved. You don't realise the process of actually putting together a book. There's so much more to it than you actually think. So to have been involved in this and to see it, the magic happening, as you said, the sort of the magic, the the, the fairy dust that Serena sprinkled all over it is, is incredible. And the stories that like you said about the journeys that you share that the wisdom So i think there's there's so much wisdom oh, i'm going all tingly there we go there's a message coming down i do believe in all the messages oh that you can share and people can resonate with because it's so easy just to as get stuck and get set in a rut because it's you're you feel comfortable you're no no you're not comfortable you feel uncomfortable you're not happy but it's it's familiar and familiarity you can get into that rut and you don't make those changes because there's that fear but fear is an illusion of your own creation it does stop you from running out in front of a bus but you know it's it's that perception it's what you put out there. It's what you you attract back in so once you're aware of the way you're you're thinking and you actually take that step things transpire but if you trust in the process and you believe that everything's working out wonderfully and whatever it is will be and will be and and you look at it always from a positive perspective it all it all somehow works it just like you said it just works out and if you take that time rather than panicking and putting out all this sort of which you then get all that back but if you go you get that back (laughs) sorry I'm going off on one so I have a
2: question for you Sarah well first of all I'd like to say to all your listeners that if there's anyone that has and we all have a story in us all of us I would highly recommend that you do it as a collaborative effort like we did co-authorship because you've got built-in accountability, support, uh, reassurances, and you're not struggling and having to figure things out. So you you've got guidance. So you're kind of you're kind of guaranteed at least the success of it happening. For it to launch, for it to get done, because there's so many of us. I know I'm like this. And
1: what? What? When do we start? I came up with the concept in January. I started talking to the relevant people in, uh, but sort of behind the scenes in February, and then I started to bring people on in March, and we started to write in April. May was for sort of just the final edits and
0: formatting. And here we are in June about to launch. It's amazing, Swin, how you've pulled it all together by putting in those tight deadlines. That must be something to do with your event management background and coordinating stuff. For me, I we're in an environment where we've
1: all got our own lives going on. Things happen relatively quickly. And I didn't want to spend time overthinking. I really wanted to see how this process worked I wanted to get people excited from the off, and I—I um, I mean, we even had three people join. Um, I think a few days before the actual uh, written deadline. So, and that was—I would say oh. that was a month ago. So, it, wow. it, I mean, people joined all the way through. So, even though we had sort of like the the option open since sort of mid March, um, I was still I was still talking about the book and bring people in, sort of towards um, mid to end May and um, yeah it was it was just a really eye-opening experience and, and process and now this is where everyone sort of comes together and starts to let the book explode because you know it it is it is a great book with great authors with with fantastic stories and I think the key thing that if anyone listening is is going well you know what are you saying that your lives are perfect now no the difference is when I had a bad day before
2: <laughs> that's a whole when I had about. a bad
1: day before it was like the world was on top of me and it was sort of it wasn't the one problem it was that you know the whole life whereas now having a bad day is just part of the process and you just you just get on with life. And it's never really a bad day. It's something that's not so great that's happened. And then you just move on and all all of those sorts of things. And I think therein lies the difference. This book is not meant to go, look, look who we are now. This is look at the leap that we've taken to something that we actually are really very much passionate about.
0: No, I think that's brilliant because you're absolutely right. Because, I mean, you know, that's why I was saying and alluded to a while back, you know, I was reading through my chapter and went, holy moly, Sarah, you've been through all of this. You can get through what you're going through at the moment. Because, you know, things get chucked up. And in fact, I went went for a period of about two or three years at one point, only about five years ago. And that process, every time I put my head above the parapet, stuff was chucked at me. It's like, holy moly, good grief. But the more you experience stuff, the more learning you get the more resilient you become because you've dealt with that experience the thing is if you run away from stuff and you don't handle it you these lessons keep on presenting themselves and that's the key i i realized when i left my ex-husband i say this is 17 years ago now and start embarked on this sort of whole journey that i'm on of of sort of rediscovering and i say my chapter's entitled becoming me but it's you know i realized that i'd had an opportunity to have a second stab at life in this lifetime and i didn't want to then come back because my belief is that we choose the life that we come into to experience the things that we want to experience and we've pre-recorded we've pre-requested that it's, a, it's all it might sound a bit woo-woo to some of my <laughs> my listeners but it's that's what I believe because but you know and there's so much more going on in the unseen than there is in the scene so it's about understanding what you've got to learn and not and going okay well what's being presented that's how am I going to deal with this and then once you've dealt with it that goes away other stuff comes up and you go holy moly and then you deal with that as well so it's life's a lesson of learning it's a journey of experiences it's how you evolve it's you're working towards that enlightenment that wisdom and you know and and in fact I was just having the discussion with my partner Gareth I think it was either last night, this morning, going, you know, you, you, the more aware you become, the more stuff you see going on, the more you kind of can't kind of despair. But it's because people aren't as aware. And as you as you start to go on this journey, you, you do become more aware and you things, things happen and things change. And anyway, I'm rattling on to another podcast altogether. <laughs> but it's just been an incredible, incredible journey. And you must be so proud, Serena. Do you know, I'm proud for me
1: and I'm proud for us because it was always about the message. It was always about kind of pushing that message through and, you know, reaching those people who feel alone in their head. And so, and I think having read everyone's story, um, I know that we've done that. And um, so I'm proud and, and I'm proud of understanding the process. You know, this is the first time that I've sat down to, to, to write something about myself and put it out there. And I, I think that's the same with quite a few um, co-authors on this book. And it, it's been an exciting journey and we've learned together. Um, and we've got, you know, essentially as a, as a group, we're a great team. I'm proud of the camaraderie of of, of the group really and, um, and, and what we've achieved with that.
0: I think we need a, my dad thinks I'm a fairy, book tour that's what i think we need next (laughs) i'm just putting it out there there, there's over a hundred countries where my book where the book there's over a hundred countries where the podcast has been downloaded just saying (laughs) um so yes, so it's when you listen to this listeners you will be able to access the book and it's on amazon uh my dad thinks I'm a fairy. That's how you find it. <laughs> so the link will be in where you clicked onto this episode. There's some copy that tells you about the episode itself, but there'll be a link there that uh, takes you through to Amazon. You didn't answer, you didn't answer <laughs> your own questions, Sarah. What prompted you to? I wanted to get involved because it was getting involved with Serena, you and all these wonderful people and wonderful ladies that were involved in the project. Also, yes, to tell my story, because I've alluded to parts of it and I've really been doing a lot more on social media and sharing my story and it's something that I've I've wanted to share but you know, for sort of personal reasons and my son growing up and one thing or another, I didn't want to sort of get involved in too much sort of being negative. And I'm such a positive person. I didn't really want... I sort of kind of left my backstory behind, but it was as I've become more and more aware that people understand and it's it's important, that backstory. It's not just about seeing the glitter at the top. It's about the journey. It's all about that. It, that, that backstory is actually... yeah, It's still happening. I am my backstory, you know, and it, it's sharing that. And I'm I'm so passionate about enabling people to to be themselves to identify with who they are to be to, to allow that to come up it's something that just i'm just a, so, such a supporter of people acknowledging who they're meant to be in whatever shape form that is you know and aligning their talents and the passions with themselves with their career with with just breathing life into the essence of them and allowing that to evolve you know regardless of what other people think they should or shouldn't be It's about who you are and allowing that to breathe. Because actually, once you are in alignment, you're in soul alignment, like Serena was saying. You know, you live a happier and healthier life. It's not about all the material possessions. It's like I posted on social media yesterday. I mean, I've been out running, you know, and the beauty of the countryside and just the simplest things bring you the most pleasure. But it's about being at one and being happy with yourself and exploring and understanding what makes what makes you tick as a person and that was part of the journey that i went on because i kind of had it all buried it was all in there and yeah i just wanted to i want people to know that you know you can be you can be you it's okay to be you as long as it doesn't hurt other people deliberately because it, you know it's it's about that the goodness the passion the kindness the happiness and so yeah that's what yeah that's the long way no, i can't do short answers that, you said something <laughs> interesting and i want to touch on that
2: cuz i think a lot of people probably think the way that you did we think that the things that we've gone through and coming up the other side requires that we leave them behind but really you know when you think of i know this is going to sound so funny but you know those movies you see and you see this big gorge and that rickety bridge And you know that, oh, my God, I'm never going to make it to the other side. (laughs) It is kind of like that. Remember Shrek's going through that and then the the little boards fall through and you almost fall. (laughs) And I think sometimes, you know, we're just getting trying to get to the other side. But I think it's really important when you get to the other side to honor your story of what you've gone through, not push it aside and bury it because oh it might embarrass myself or someone else but you're going to liberate someone else in that story because somebody else is in the middle of the bridge and they're halfway across and the danger in going back the way you came or going forward is equal so honor that story I think you know don't you don't have to dismiss it because it's embarrassing we've all been on that rickety bridge
0: absolutely and that's what i you know i'm very much i'm doing that myself now and it's you know it's just a such a pleasure to have been able to sort of get it all written down and get it out there i mean and there's so much more to the story in fact there's one bit which i'm not going to allude to right now but i think it could make a whole film but there we go but it's not in the book it's not in, it's not on that page <laughs> it's not in the chapter and that's another story and there's more that's to come I as you both know there's so much more to come as well <laughs> and that's the beauty you know, you go on your journey and you explore and, and discover stuff, and you, things just keep on opening up. If you're open to opportunities, like we've been with the opportunity that Serena's created, if you just seize those moments—oh, oh, i have going tickling again—seize those moments, and you you launch yourself into that sort of unknown capacity. It brings forth so many amazing experiences, and from those experiences, you grow and you get wiser and you understand life. And you, yeah, you can deal with what's thrown at you. If it doesn't scare you a little bit, then you're not going to grow. So
2: you need to dip your toe into, knowing that it's the deep end, dip your toe in. And if you're a little bit scared, it's time to jump.
0: Quick reframe. Scared is, is adrenaline. Yeah. It's excitement. And that's it's it's how you reframe the words. That's the power. You love words, Gwen. It's the power of words. So Serena, do you have a, 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 anything to end on? The only thing is, as Gwen's just alluded to, is if
1: anything's worth doing, your body tells you. If you're feeling scared, if you're feeling uncomfortable, and yet you've got a passion inside something, a, a little voice talking to you saying, this is not my life. There needs to be something out there. I, I need to tell you right now that you don't need to have all the answers. And that's okay. You just need to take that, that first step. As cliche as that sounds, it's that first step in the right direction that feels scary, that feels uncomfortable is most likely the first step to making a massive change in your life.
0: The book is on Amazon. My dad thinks I'm a fairy. And the beauty of it is we're all co-authors and we we won't list everybody here, but it's actually listed. We've all got our own sort of pages, but you can just go on to My Dad Thinks I'm a Fairy and you will find the book. Watch out for the book tour. (laughs) I'm just putting it out there again. <laughs> I'm just such a well, media tart. Well, yeah. I really am. Anything to do with TV, radio, anything like that, and talking. Oh, ladies, it's just ah, oh, so lovely. We've got. Do you know what, as well, folks? None of us have met in person yet, and this is this is just the magic of the the internet and the things that you can do and how you can seize that moment and how you can embrace it and do all the stuff like is the Serena said. Yeah, just just take that first step. It's it's trusting that instinct. It's trusting that intuition. It's trusting your gut. Go with what feels what. Go with what makes you feel great, even if it is a bit so feels scary. Do the reframe, and it's exciting and it changes your experience of everything. Right. Oh, ladies, right, we're going to get on with our days. Or I think Gwen's going to go to bed. Serena's going to go off and do some other stuff. We're going to get this wrapped up. So this, this is available for you lovely listeners um, the day after the book has launched. So it will be a day old as you're listening to it. So that has been myself, Sarah J. Naylor from Harnessing Happiness, the gorgeous and delightful Serena Dodd, and the amazingly wonderful and intelligent Gwen Wilcox. So that has been us delivering to you our excitement for our book projects. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, please do rate and review, subscribe, follow to the channel because there's there's always plenty more to come. And of course, as I've already said, there are episodes with Serena Dodd and Gwen Wilcox. uh, If you scroll back down the listings, we've uh, done sort of more in-depth discussions, which will tell you a little bit more about their story. So once you've read the book, you might want to hear more and listen again. So... Please do, yeah, tune in, listen, do whatever you do. And in the meantime, have a wonderful rest of the day, week, month, year, whatever it is you're doing. Lots of love from me and I'm sure lots of love from the lovely Serena and uh, fabulous Gwen. Take care.
1: Thanks for listening to the Harnessing Happiness podcast with Sarah J. Naylor. If you took value from the content, please follow the show on your podcast app. And to find out more about Sarah's ape mindset, visit sarahjnaylor.com. That's sarahjnaylor.com.